Hello folks, you're listening to the Stuff She Reads podcast, a podcast for readers, book lovers, and literary enthusiasts. I'm Kristen Oropesa, your host and fellow bibliophile, coming to you from my cozy book nook. So this is episode one, our inaugural podcast for the Stuff She Reads. We're keeping things light today and having a chat with fellow reader and friend, Angela. We'll be talking reading habits, our book histories, uh, current reads, and more. Um, So stick with me as we dive into your next favorite read. In our guest segment today, we have one of my close friends and fellow readers, Angela, here with us to talk books. Angela, why don't you say hello and introduce yourself? Hi, Kristen. Um, I'm Angela, like you said, and we've been friends, gosh, for quite some time now. Um, And we started our friendship working together. So I am a teacher. um, So we both started working together in an elementary school setting. And one of our I guess what like um connections connections yeah is books um reading and um so I'm excited to be here to talk a little bit about me and books awesome well we are we are so excited reading you know is is one of my favorite things to talk about um and to get to do it with a friend is even that much better. Um, so I figured I, I would ask you a series of questions about your reading habits, your life as a reader, books of significance, basically all the questions about reading and books one could think of. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sound good? Okay. okay. All right. We're going to just dive right in here. Okay. Your first question. Can you okay. share a little bit about your reading journey? Um, maybe tell us a, how did you develop a love of reading of books um, and how has reading influenced your life? Um, okay. So I started reading at a young age. I've always liked reading. I was always one of those kids who walked around with a book, like brought a book into the car. That was my, what would be my tablet or iPad, right? Cause we didn't yeah. have devices back then. So it was me and my book everywhere. Um, I, from what I remember, my aunt, my mom's sister, she was a reader. So she was one that not introduced me to books, but would buy me books like as gifts. Um, so she bought me my first box set, I believe. And that was the, um, oh shoot, Laura Ingalls. Um, Little House, House on, the Prairie. on the Prairie. So that was my first box set um, that I ever had that she bought me. And then my uncle, one of my mom's brothers, um, he also encouraged reading by taking me to the local bookstore. So that was, you know, I'll buy you something. Let's go. You know, me, I was like, oh, let's go to the bookstore. Um, so we went to, I think it was Crown Books back oh, then. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's so, bring it back. Know, yeah. <laughs> okay. So it was like small, very tiny. And I remember, I don't know what age, but I definitely remember I was driven towards the babysitter's club. So that was, so, um, that series was really big. And now that I'm recalling, um, my grandmother, she lived, um, in Long Beach and so walking distance to the El Dorado park library. So as you know, babysitting her granddaughter or yeah, her granddaughter, (laughs) uh, (laughs) we would walk 
to the library because she didn't drive. So I remember just being in awe of walking into a building that was just books. Um, so that then kind of reminds me of you and your shopping when I was younger. <laughs> I used to try to walk out with as many books as I could carry um, when I was younger. And at and that was before Babysitter's Club, I believe, or around that time. But my favorite author then was also Judy Bloom. So those were those were the books that I gravitated towards when we would go to the library. Mm-hmm. So it was definitely encouraged within my family, yeah. but I can't recall like when I actually picked up like my first book and was like, I'm yeah. going to start reading. Um, but yeah, so definitely at a young age. <laughs> I, I think that's how it starts. Cause you know, I had like a similar experience with, with my mom being the person who encouraged reading and, and she would take us similar to your aunt. Um, she would take a, my sister and myself um, every month to Barnes and Noble. And she told us we could get two books. One was like, and anything goes kind of book. So my sister and I gravitated toward the the R.L. Stein books, right? Like the Goosebumps. Um, just kind of like you think mindless junk, but it you know kids kids love that oh, stuff. Oh, your genre, and- <laughs> yeah, whatever genre you were. Yeah, it's interesting it's it, yeah. as to what, as a kid, you found interesting to read about, right? Right. right. <laughs> the the other being too, like, you know, on the opposite end of the spectrum, like the historical fiction. And that's when I started like reading about like all these people, like I probably would have never read about had it not been for my mom, like making this <laughs> this requirement that one of the books had to be like like educational in value, right? But I think she quickly learned like like our reading my reading habit at least um compared to my sisters was a little voracious and so she introduced us to the library too and I remember that being where I spent most of my summers like away from once I was out of school we we went to the library almost every day and I would come home with books every day and they would have like those summer challenges yeah yeah like you read x amount of books turn in your thing whatever you get like a pizza hut like yeah 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 yeah, totally I, I love like, those book clubs. Right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Angela, n- the next question, um, what are some of your all-time favorite books and authors? And and what is it about these books or 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 these authors themselves that resonate with you? So like I mentioned before, one of my favorite authors growing up was Judy Bloom. And I think for choosing her and almost I would probably think I'd have to go down the list, but I probably read almost every single one of her books. Um, But just, I guess, how relatable it was as a kid. Like you would have Blubber and Tells the Fourth Grade Nothing. And it was very relatable, like as a child reading that. Um, So with that being said, a lot of books that I gravitate towards now as an adult are like I guess would be considered relatable of course there are things that happen in these books that you're like would never happen in my life but um uh but they're relatable I like one of the authors that I that I like I'm trying uh Jennifer and I always I think it's Wayner Jennifer Mm -hmm. Wayner um and then Emily Henry's another author currently that I like but it's just to me relatable like down-to-earth characters and I guess that's what I've always been besides fantasy I always like fantasy as well um but I'm just geared towards those just I guess cozy related 
character. You want to you see yourself like in the characters that you're reading, right? Like yeah. I, I, I noticed I, I, I tend, the books I tend to like are, are ones where I see mo- most, uh, I won't say most, but I'll say many of the books I read have very strong female main characters. And I, and I can see pieces of myself in, in these characters. And I'm like, okay, maybe that's, <laughs> that's why I like the book. Like it, it I never reminds thought me of me, it that you way. know? Yeah. So. I, Never thought, but I guess, yeah. Or it's like, you know, like, oh, I I want to be that character mm-hmm. on vacation yeah. or I want to be that character who has that mystery in their life, right? right. <laughs> like, right. Uh, the, the escapism, right? Yeah. Of reading. Yeah, yeah, totally. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So let's see. Can you uh, recall a specific book or character that maybe had a profound impact on you or or maybe you know it influenced your thoughts or beliefs or actions after reading the book or or just generally just a book that I don't know just connected with you more so than any of the other books you've read um this is a deep question um is a lot (laughs) of we're we're going deep on episode one a lot of times like (laughs) books that I choose to read are not like I'm not really into historical fiction. Mm-hmm. I like things light when yeah. I'm reading. Um, but there is one book that um, I had on my shelf forever. I couldn't even tell you how for how long, but for a very long time. And when COVID hit, you know, I wasn't reading a lot. But this was one of the first books I read and finished. I don't know. It was either during, like maybe during COVID ish time. Yeah. Um, it's called little B and <laughs> I'm really bad. I don't re- really read like synopsis and things like I'm, I'm prior like, to I, the book. Yeah. Prior to the books. I yeah. like to be surprised. And, um, and I always choose books a lot of times by the cover, that type of thing or the title. You're one um, of those people. <laughs> I am. And so when I finished this book, I cried so hard. Oh. It was not a book I would have intentionally read during, you know, what we were all going through. Experiencing, yeah, yeah. Um, but I guess it helps. I needed to let things out. But Little yeah. B is about um, um, uh, refugees. Mm-hmm. But in, and it's uh, been a couple years since I've read it, but um. Oh, and I'm probably going to get this wrong. Africa, but it's refugees who who try to um, immigrate to like England, like wow. in that area. Yeah. And um, so it talks about her story a bit about where she's coming from. Why does she want to escape? How she ends up in um, England and what goes on there. And, and then the end, which is, it's, it's a sad story. Mm-hmm. Um, so overall, it's just, it it is a very sad story and it's, it makes you, th- it definitely makes you think outside of yourself um, about what is going on and what's happening um, outside of, you know, our bubble. Th- mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, a lot of times we think we have it hard and challenging, not saying it's not, um, but definitely there are people around the world who are suffering um, and have to deal with things that are just not, and I don't want to give it away. That's why I'm not saying too much in case somebody (laughs) wants to read it, they can read the synopsis, but, um, but just be prepared. It is, 
it's pretty heart wrenching and it's, oh. it is a sad story, but it's definitely a, a some, it, it is a book I recommend people should read. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to write that down. I haven't heard <laughs> of that book, but, but if it has you crying, right? Like, you, right. you know, you know how emotional I get. So yeah. if it has you crying. Like I'm, I'm going to have to check it out. <laughs> All right. Well, Angela, I know you you've been part of a book club um, um, or, you know, your 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 group of, of lady readers. Um, <laughs> what, what value do you see in discussing books with others and and really how has it how has it enhanced, hopefully, your, your reading experience? So the book club that I'm part of is very informal. It's uh, comprised of friends or friends of friends, and it's fairly small. Um, and it was one of it, like, again, like how we can connect and, um, over reading and books, it was like one of those things where this would force us to see each other once a month, right. <laughs> <laughs> which is um, hard today it, when everybody's working, you know, and, and, it, and just getting time for yourself or your friends. So yeah, definitely well, true. <laughs> like you had to be, you had to be intentional about it. Yeah. And so we thought, well, you know, we all like to read. Um, and this would be an intentional way of us getting together. And, and of course, you know, we talk about books, but then uh, other things as well, which kept us um, close. Um, but being a part of the book club had me read books that I would never choose. Um, so it definitely diversified my like my, my reading log. Um, and so, cause all of us have different, um, like genres that, that appeal to us. And so discussing the books on top of it is helpful too, because then you're gaining different perspectives. Like somebody might've seen something differently than you have. Um, we even revisited books that like we read back in high school. Like I think we read Fahrenheit 451 as adults and we all read it in high school as reading material. And it was so interesting to circle back and have those discussions um, over something we all know we've read before. Um, but then looking it back as an adult and saying, well, what did you like? Can you, I wish we would have remembered what our perspectives were back then. Yeah. But a lot of it is just book clubs I feel um really lean on like sharing different perspectives. Um, Some, because one person might have empathy towards a character and another person in the book club may not, um, which is also (laughs) interesting too. There was a book we read, um, an autobiography ish. Mm -hmm. um, And again, so long ago, I don't recall what it was, but it's the woman who hikes the, um, the, the trail, the, uh, the Western trail, the, I I know which one you're talking about. Was that, was that the one that uh, it's like wild something Reese Witherspoon wild. Yeah. 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 It's just called wild. Um, and (laughs) it was funny to hear like how our different perspectives were of her the the author the character whomever um you know and discussing the different pieces of it and then like you brought up the movie so Mm -hmm. a lot of times what we would do is um either we've gone to movie theaters on a field trip and watched the movie after we've read a book or we've rent or um, streamed a movie together to watch to compare as well Mm -hmm. so it just it really bonds you for Mm -hmm. you know for the like reading and 
and just being able to be more open about it. But you have to also be open. We have these conversations, you know, oh, I didn't really like the book or this person, you know, but, and that's, what's great about a book club. You can't take it personal. You know, you're just sharing your thoughts about something that entertains you, um, which is nice. Yeah, definitely. The, you know, like the sharing of like different perspectives, I think is huge. And the fact, you know, you said you get introduced to genres that you maybe typically wouldn't pick out for yourself. Um, I, I, we recently had <laughs> this retreat at work and we, uh, all the, all the, all the bookworms got together and we were talking books and, and it's interesting, like just the, the, the very taste right across, uh, across like these people, you know, this group of adults, um, I, I walked away from that conversation with 10 different books I'd never heard of before. And I was like, but these people are raving about them. And I'm like, okay, like, I, I, I think they have a pretty sound, sound judgment. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to go check these books out. So awesome. Yeah, it definitely opens up. What is it? Your repertoire of, mm -hmm. you know, what you may, and you may not revisit that genre again or that right. author, but at least it, it, it adds to, you know, what you've been exposed to. Yeah. And in the off chance that you end up do connecting with that particular genre. Yeah. I I, I did that recently with, um, I was never a big, oh, I take that back. So I've read some fantasy, but um, I read a book recently that I just, I, I, I loved it. And, and totally like made me do like a, like a deep dive <laughs> my li next library visit to get all these new fantasy reads and, 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 and books I typically, again, would not have even considered trying out had I not read that first book that really drew me in. Um, awesome. Yeah, okay. there was a book that we were exposed to that one of, and I, I, we read the first one in the series mm -hmm. and I was like, I need to read the second and third book. And I'm <laughs> not like, I'm not a big series person, yeah. you know, but that really made me want to read the next one. And then the one after that. So, and it's again, like you said, it was never a book that I probably would have ever picked up. Yeah. That, that, that could be a whole different podcast episode, oh, right? like series of books that you must read. Okay. I'm logging that for next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Angela. Um, have you noticed any uh, changes in your reading habits or, or preferences over time? Like as you've gotten older, like has your reading uh, choices evolved if at, if at all? Um, I definitely read a lot more mystery mm -hmm. now. Um, and probably because I'm so into like Dateline and 2020s. Um, but I read a lot more mysteries and I'm definitely a more slower reader now <laughs> than I was, um, when I was younger, I used to be able to read multiple books, you know, in a day within a week, mm -hmm. it takes me a while. And I think it's just in general life, you know, yeah. um, I don't you normally read during the day. I normally yeah. read at night. Whereas, you know, when I was younger, I'd read any time of the day. Um, but definitely I'm, I'm more, it's, it's, it takes me a while. Yeah, I think, I think it's just as you get older, you know, like reading habits change and I think life definitely like it, it also impacts that, um, I was just telling a colleague like just yesterday, I said, I don't think 
I've read as much as I have in the last year, you know, one, because as you know, I, I, you know, I left the classroom last May. I just didn't have time for that, right? You get home from, especially educators, right? We get home from work at the end of the day and you don't have like the mental capacity to like dedicate to reading. So I wasn't reading a lot, you know, and especially more, uh, even I should say even less when I was more stressed out about work, um, which is sad because reading is like my pastime, right? Like I love, I love doing that. And, and now that I work, work at a job where work stops at at 4 30 every day you know and I don't bring stuff home I'm less on the tv and more in a book than I think I I ever was and oh it makes a huge difference you know because I remember well during school during work this our work season Mm -hmm. um because during the summer it's different I definitely read more during the summer but yeah I would it got to a point where I pick up a book and I'd be reading and I literally stop and think, what did I just read? Like nothing was sticking. Yeah. And so I'd have to go back a few pages and read it over again. And that happened often enough where I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like this is not, it's not enjoyable, right? Like if you're not, if you, if you're, I guess if your mind is too distracted mm-hmm. to focus on what you're reading. And so, yeah, yeah, it's, it's too bad because it it is a favorite pastime, but you definitely need that capacity to pay attention because you're yeah. visualizing everything, right. you know, like you're doing the visualization yeah. or, you know, you're inferring, you're doing all these different skills yeah. while you're reading and if your brain's just not, <laughs> not that, yeah. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> like awake enough or whatever it is, it makes yeah. it difficult to enjoy doing like reading. Yeah. That's why I think like, you know, binging and watching television, it's pretty mindless, right? Like yeah. you don't really have to visualize anything you or really think about it. Right. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's a different level, but yeah, during the summer, I definitely read. I, I read more. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, on the topic of like reading and, and it almost being summer for you, you're out of school in just a few weeks. Um, this is this is the last question. Um, what are you currently reading? Like right now, what are, so, you, what are you reading? What I'm reading now is the book that we chose together <laughs> <laughs> when we visited um, a bookshop and it's called the strange case of the alchemist's daughter. So I'm, it's 400 pages. Oh it's quite a lengthy book, um, but I'm close to halfway. Um, and it's definitely, it's interesting because if nobody knows what this is about, um, it ties in the daughters from um, famous uh, like villains. Scientists, alchemists. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Villains. Okay. Um, so like Frankenstein, mm-hmm. Dr. Moreau, um, one I've never heard before, Rappuccini. Okay. Yeah. Um, but they're all based upon from stories like Dracula, like, so it, in, 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 no France, spoilers, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. But like, you'll see, like, you're like, oh, I've read, um, 
you know, I don't think I've ever read Dracula, but I loved the movie Bram Stoker's mm-hmm. Dracula. Um, but I did read um, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah. And so it's interesting um, with my book club. So look, reading this book and thinking of those other stories, how this author tried to connect all of this. It's uh-huh. a, it's a, it's a good, it's a good read. It's okay. like a mystery slash 19th century Almost kind of like historical fiction, right? Like... Kind of, kind of, yeah. But with like a feminist like edge to it because yeah. of all, like the um, all the heroines, which is kind oh, of cool. cool. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm currently reading. Okay, I haven't started reading that yet. I've been, uh, you know, like and and it's I switch because I get I get all these like physical books, right? And then I also read a lot on my Kindle because like at night I told you this I think the other day like. Um, I, you know, I'll go into the bedroom, but I don't want to wake my husband up with a reading light. So I'll read on my Kindle. Um, so I'm often reading like two separate books at one time, which I never did before. I'd never read like more than one book because I just wanted to, I can't, yeah, totally like just focus on the one. Um, but I've been reading like one on my Kindle, one on my, like a physical book I got from the library. So this is one I I just picked up. It's called, um, A Merry Little Meet Cute by Julie Murphy and Sierra Simone, um, both of whom are like, uh, I know Sierra Simone is like a romance writer. Um, And I I just got started with it, but I know it was like popular. Like a lot of people were talking about it on like book talk. Um, Like this was like six months ago. And I was like, okay, like I finally saw it at the library. I'm going to pick it up. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I just started it. So it's, it's kind of funny. Like, you know, I like, I like lighthearted, books right like and especially um uh, romance books um just something I can I can read I can laugh yeah 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 reminds me of like Hallmark movies which a lot of movies are based (laughs) on books too Too, really yeah All right. And uh, well, that was that was our, our last question for today. Um, I'm definitely going to have to have you back and we're going to have to talk more about bookshops because you and I have been to a few around L.A. Um, always like to share kind of places you can buy books. Um, and, and now that I know, like, you're, you know, you're a, a big time reader, I'm going to I'm going to for sure have you back. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was fun. Thank you. No, thank you. All right, bookworms, that's it for this week's episode. Make sure to follow and subscribe to get the latest episodes and more. You can also read my latest book reviews on the website, thestuffshereads.com. We'll have that linked in the episode notes for y'all. Until the next chapter.